is William Shatner. Imagine a children's hospital network that boldly goes where none have gone before, and that's Shriners Hospitals for Children. Shriners Hospitals combine state-of-the-art research and teaching programs with world-class orthopedic burn, spinal cord injury, and cleft lip, and palate medical care. At Shriners, tomorrow's medical care is here today. Call 1-800-361-7256 for more information. Shriners, having fun and helping kids. Welcome to yet another installment of Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM, CITR, UBC Campus Radio in Vancouver. And I'm your host, Darren, bringing you Psychedelia, Garage Rock, Freak Beat, Acid Punk, Folk Rock, Prague, and other musically and socially relevant artifacts from 1965 to today. And that was Vancouver's, or the Lower Mainland, to be a little bit more general, um, um, I should have put a possessive on that. The Lower Mainland's Northwest Company, hailing from Haney, which is a part of Maple Ridge, as I always tell you when I ever play something by them. And Time for Everyone, which is a B-side or an A-side of um, a single they released in 68, the other side being a cover of the Beatles' She's a Woman. And... I think that was actually their biggest hit uh, locally. They did a lot of touring around BC, in the, in the interior BC, and the island, and into uh, Alberta. In those days, did not actually play a whole lot of shows in Vancouver proper, which was a little ironic considering that we had uh, 
Mm, pretty happening music scene. At least a uh, <clears throat> two clubs, but which didn't actually operate at the time. The Afterthought, which was located first at the Pender Auditorium, which is now burned down, burned down, I think, in 2001. Uh, most famous for having Iggy and the Stooges play there in the early 70s. Uh, it was also the home of Miss T's Cabaret in the basement when it was all gone because it burned down and then it was torn down, and now it's just a big pit on Pender Street. Um, that, the afterthought then moved to... Actually, the afterthought was that it was there through 66. In 67, it moved into the Russian community center i.e the kits theater uh, 2114 west 4th avenue most of you living out in kits probably walk past that all the time uh lots of great bands played there jefferson airplane played there in january of 1966 country joe and the fish played there in early 67 and that was that gig that they came up for was the birth of the urban legend that if you smoke banana peels you can get high of course that doesn't happen but that whole thing um, basically kicked off in vancouver courtesy of a san francisco band but it's a canadian historical moment for you and then the afterthought folded and in later in 67 and into 68 and 69 came the rise of the retinal circus which was on davy street where celebrities is now and their big claim to fame was having the uh, velvet underground play there twice there you go that's going to be a CanCon episode tonight and as is my want i'm going to play I'm going to play some Buffalo Springfield, some of Neil Young's compositions for the Buffalo Springfield. Yeah, stop groaning, stop rolling your eyes. I know I always play that, but I'm going to get to something really special later. Um, Something by a band called The Sparrow. And if they don't sound familiar, they probably won't sound familiar, but um, they are the band that changed their name in 1967 to Steppenwolf. But the stuff you're going to hear from them tonight is pretty much not anything like Steppenwolf really and is all the better for it but anyway here is what is this On the Way Home by Buffalo Springfield
and sing And who's coming home on old 95? Who's got the feeling here to keep me alive? Though having it, sharing it, ain't quite the same Ain't a golden nugget you can't lay a claim I can't believe I'm part of the coolest club in the world. Uh, club? Yeah? So, uh, what club is that? CITR. As a club member, I get ginormous discounts on the Friends of CITR card, which in itself, Timmy, I must say, is pretty amazing. I get dirt cheap prices at stores and shops I'm at all the time anyway. To be honest, it feels like being in a club within a club. Wow. Hey, I want a Friends of CITR card. You don't even have to be a member to get one. Although clearly, you'd be that much cooler if you were a member. Go purchase your friends a CITR card down at CITR. Or at special events they sponsor, such as concerts, membership drives, and shindig. I got it. It feels like having special powers. I go into stores and bam! Discounts. Kiss what I said. And we are back on Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM CITR. And that was a set of Buffalo Springfield compositions, Neil Young compositions, performed by the Buffalo Springfield um, on the way home, down to the wire. And nowadays, Clancy can't even sing. Uh, As I mentioned before, I was going to play some Sparrow for you. Sparrow was a... Excuse me. Sparrow being a Toronto band, which began in 1964 as Jack London and the Sparrow, but they that incarnation lasted about a year. And Jack London party companies with the party company with the band in '65, whereupon they acquired one John Kay to sing for the band. John Kay um, was born in East Prussia. This is actually just mentioning because interesting upbringing. He was born in East Prussia at the end of World War II, and his mom literally had to gather him in her arms and flee the advancing Red Army. Um, And if you know anything about history, I'm not going to really go into it, but if you know anything about history, that whole exodus from East Prussia was pretty harrowing. Um, I mean, you can counter it by saying that Germany had it coming, but that's not the point. The point is... Eventually, the uh, 
K family settled down in eastern Germany, which they had to flee again after the Iron Curtain came down. Lived in Hanover, Germany for a while on the western uh, side of the Iron Curtain and eventually emigrated to Canada. John K took up with the band in 65. In 67, they had got some management attention in New York City and relocated there. For Columbia Records, they ended up recording a few singles. Their debut single was Isn't It Strange, backed with Tomorrow's Ship, which we're going to be hearing in a little bit. Uh, They had a second single entitled Green Bottle Lover, which came out in 67, and then an album. But by that point, they'd relocated to Los Angeles and would basically spend their time sort of alternating between playing the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles and playing various clubs such as the Matrix or the Avalon Ballroom in San Francisco. Um, actually, one of, one of the posters in my collection of psychedelic posters is a Fillmore poster with of a show by Jim Queskin, Jug Band, uh, Peanut Butter Conspiracy, and The Sparrow. Uh, there's another really collectible one from the Avalon Ballroom with The Sparrow opening up for the doors. But basically, by the end of 67, they changed their name to Steppenwolf after the Herman Hess novel and garnered quite a heavier sound, quite a hard rock sound. And, of course, the rest is history. You can listen to Rock 101 to find out more about them if you're so inclined, but I'm not really. This is really good stuff, though. I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Uh, first track we're going to hear in this set is Chasing Shadows. I never cared that much for I couldn't say goodbye She thought since I looked out for her She could make me cry But I'm aware how she keeps on changing She'd better listen and start rearranging She's not the girl I thought her to be She keeps me alone with myself But I'm aware how she keeps on changing She'd better listen and start rearranging Shadows, not me. 
that much for her that I couldn't say goodbye. She thought since I looked out for her, she could make me cry. But I'm aware how she keeps on changing. She'd better listen and start It was 
provincial-wide adoption challenge to find more loving homes for animals during the month of May. The Great BC SPCA Adoption Challenge is a reminder to animal lovers to make the BC SPCA their first adoption option. So open your heart and your home and give a homeless animal a second chance during the BC SPCA Adoption Challenge. Visit spca.bc.ca for more information. Uh, when you experiment with cut-ups over a period of time, you find that some of the cut-ups seem to refer to future events. Well, we went on to exploit the potentials of the tape recorder. Now, back to modern times. Tapes, tapes, tape recorders. Cut up, slow down, speed up, run backwards, inch the tape. That means uh, working back and forth across the tape head. Hey, girl. Move a little closer. Play several tracks at once. Uh, cut back and forth between two recorders. Copyright infringement. Infringement. Copyright infringement. Oh, no, I... Press the wrong button again. So cut-ups put you in touch with what you know and, and do not know that you know. Exquisite Corpse, Thursday, 7.30 to 9 p.m. on the mighty CITR Radio 101.9, Vancouver. This is not all rock and roll, dude.
Selections by the band that became Steppenwolf, uh, essentially Steppenwolf under a different name. They changed their name, didn't really change any personnel. Um, an interesting alumnus, as it were, of uh, the Sparrow was Bruce Palmer, who played bass for Buffalo Springfield, who I've already played tonight. If you're just tuning in uh, and you sort of don't really understand my references to what I just played, you can always tune in to, or sorry, surf over to www.citr.ca. And I think just about every show that we have on the station is podcast, including this one. And I'm happy to say we have every podcast of every show I've done since May of 2007 up there. Yes, the show is two two years old this month. Um, you can go back and listen to my second anniversary show where I did um, the album Revolver, but covered by people who aren't the Beatles. <clears throat> anyway, uh, a selection of tracks by The Sparrow, um, some single tracks and some tracks from their album uh, that was released in 1967 on Columbia. started with Chase and Shadows, which was an album track. Followed with Tomorrow's Ship, which was the B-side to Isn't It Strange, which was the last track you just heard. And 
in there just before the PSAs was Green Bottle Lover, which was the A-side to their second single, also released in 1967. Now, in keeping the <laughs> keeping the uh, treats going for you, I've got an album which I didn't really wasn't really actually aware was CanCon until Luke Meat pointed it out. Luke Meat, our intrepid music director who also hosts the show A Noise on Wednesday mornings, late on Wednesday mornings. Zodiac Cosmic Sounds, put out by Electra Records in 1967, was pretty much an attempt to cash in on the burgeoning hippie interest in the occult, um, at, well, at one end of the extreme, and simply the Zodiac and astrology on the other hand, <clears throat> which is kind of like a... Actually, it's kind of like a... It's more of a, I say, culturally relevant thing uh, to play it on this show because there was a rebirth of alternative religion and alternative philosophies uh, that came along with the hippie movement. Um, Satanism actually was big amongst um, a lot of uh, a lot of British sort of pop stars, as it were. Certainly, Jimmy Page, uh, Brian Jones, Keith Richards, and Mick Jagger were interested in the occult. Uh, obviously, there were a lot of cults springing up at that point, but generally, the thing that people, most people, were didn't go that far. They were interested mainly in astrology and the zodiac and the relationships between the signs and the stars. And uh, it's not something I'm actually really into or know a hell of a lot about, so I'm going to stop explaining it there. But. Electra Records decided they were going to cash in and do a, an album of 12 tracks, one track devoted to each sign of the Zodiac. Um, in 1969, A&M Records decided they weren't going to be outdone an entire, and devoted in 12 entire albums to the Zodiac, uh, one album for each sign. Uh, probably had nothing to do with the Zodiac Killer, but that's an interesting movie if you want to go see that, the one that was released a few years ago with Jake Gyllenhaal and... Robert Downey Jr., I think it was more important that it was directed by David Fincher, who's one of my favorite directors, but that's beside the point. Now, why is this CanCon? The music uh, was... Excuse me. Jack Holtzman hired Alex Hasselev, which was a member of the Limelighters, to produce this album. Hasselev, as a member of the Limelighters, had worked very closely with one Mort Garson, who was a, an arranger, a composer... Um, you name it, jack of all trades in the studio. Mort Garson hails from St. John's, New Brunswick. Mort Garson wrote all the, excuse me, wrote all the music for this album. Narrated by one Cyrus Fariar. I have no idea who the hell he was, but there you go. Anyway, Mark Garson music, it's all Canadian compose, uh, compositions, and you're going to be hearing the entire album starting now. This is Aries.
Nine times the color red explodes like heated blood. The battle is on. Mars, the master matchmaker, sulfurizes the sky. Incendiary diamonds scorch the earth. is first to face the flames. The cause is lost in smoke, for only the friction is holy. Sleep is burning, dreams are charcoal. And when the fire dies, Ares' time is dark. Quick, find another fire. Men and six trees waiting with purpose can build in time a house, a city, and a world.
Invulnerable, voluptuary, heavy with wanting. A deep, quiet Venus lover. As slow to rise as yellow hills, yet enduring as mountains of coral. fingers, Gemini, adding up the day, impatient to be done. A warm hand for the winter wind. A cool hand for the summer sun. Gemini, bringing chaos to its knees with thought as clear as crystal, cool as marble. Gemini, Mercury Swift, Final.
The tide turns twice, then turns again. Cancer's moon children watch from houses with all their windows opened wide, wanting to be touched by everything. Naked moonlight swims in the green sensational sea. Throbbing with the wave beat. The Lunar Laugh. Sobbing in the dark when the moon shrinks. Cancer's feeling hands, they come alive. going to break in and let you know what you're listening to you're listening to the excuse me entire 1967 album zodiac cosmic sounds uh released by electra records and composed by one mort garson hailing from st john's new brunswick um yeah, you've heard so far Aries the Firefighter, Taurus the Voluptuary, which I find funny because Luke meets a Taurus and he's not much, he doesn't seem to be a voluptuary. Oh, and while I'm on the top, <laughs> taking the piss out of you, Luke, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, and while I'm at it, it's voluptuary, not voluptuary, people, come on. It's like people who mispronounce foliage as foilage. Good God. Uh, Gemini, the cool eye, and the last one you heard was Cancer, the Moonchild, 
And we are going to carry on right now with Leo. Claiming the whole sky as its own. Leo, Lord of Lights, bursts upon the scene with orange-yellow splendor. Walks. Every room is a stage, every face a spotlight, every word and gesture etched in stone. doesn't end the workday. Virgo's nimble watchmaker mind ticks on. Draftsman of ships. 
Mercury's mini-eyed measurer explores an atom with room to spare can survive within a fraction. A circle is perfect, but the world isn't round. Virgo can prove it. Times the chimes of karma free in turn the eternal harmony. sings, gently peeling each yellow note. in an eye of jade. Venus contemplates a serene flower, the color of an hour of love. to love as the note to the chime, as the dream to the heart. 
in a basement, abandoned New York. Come hear Black Dice reinvent Brooklyn noise rock yet again at the Biltmore Cabaret, Monday, May 25th. From fresh beginnings to psychedelic leanings, Black Dice confounds audiences alongside special guests Wolf Eyes and Sadie Sadie in support of their latest release, Repo. Try your luck at Zulu, Scratch, Red Cat, or Ditch Records in Victoria. Doors open at 8, shows on at 9.30. Take a chance. Roll the dice. Hi, this is Mick from Bell Sebastian, and you're listening to DITR 101.9 FM. Six medals for six heroes. They followed Scorpio's command through the frozen bloodstone sands of Mars. Passion is the true aphrodisiac. Need is a burning journey. Each moment lives through a crossfire, and the password is win. afraid and not care that you are afraid is the courage of which Scorpio is made. Back with stereoscopic readout here on 101.9 FM CITR, and we are now two thirds of the way through the 1967 album Zodiac Cosmic Sounds. 
Um, not really known if it's a band or such. I think it's just sort of a concept album released or commissioned by Elektra Records. Some people refer to the band as being the Zodiac in the album called Cosmic Sounds or vice versa, but the album itself is quite unclear. Um, apparently there are, in big purple letters on the back of the album, must be played in the dark. Uh, another little claim to fame for this album is it's also a very early release with uh, the Moog synthesizer in um, in evidence, uh, Mort Garson being a big fan of uh, the Moog and puts it to great effect here. So yeah, we are now, uh, you heard from the top in that last set, Leo, the Lord of Lights, Virgo, the Perpetual Op- Perfectionist, sorry, Libra, the Flower Child, and the last one was Scorpio, the Passionate Hero. Uh, doesn't say anything about Scorpios being really good and bad, but I guess it was 1967, they might not have been able to get away with that, but I don't know. Um, also, it's kind of sounds a lot like United States of America. I'm wondering if that had um, anything to do with it, because yeah, the people involved. I think the people involved with the uh, United States of America weren't uh, USA. Was they signed to Columbia? I think. And Joe Bird being from the uh, the New York City area, but uh, the rest of the members of the band were from the LA area, or at least studying in LA uh, when he formed the band. But I digress. So yeah, uh, United States of America, and by extension, I'm hearing bits of broadcast in there too, which is really cool. Anyway, we're now into the final third of the album, and this, excuse me, is Sagittarius. has the circus, the color of hollow balloons, jumping Jupiter things, yellow and red turquoise bands, plus Sagittarius. A Sagittarius bringing laughter to the clowns, tumbling with the acrobats, Telling fortunes to the gypsies. Sagittarius looks down and applauds the crowd for being brave.
Eight notes scale an octave. Master the scale and you master the score. Capricious Capricorn captures each note, holding it tight until it surrenders. mystery of music can melt into black and white, then dissolve into gray. Capricorn, convinced, can make gray glisten like white onyx. Saturn's musician plays as written, and in the end, people listen.
four or four thousand dreams may decay into indigo dust that covers Aquarius. And still the voice will say, love. Forget no one, weak, strong, all belong. Friendly opal light of Uranus, all men can blend, yet still be what they are. I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Pharisees playing the pipes of peace, painting people with promise, pouring the world out of a moonstone. concludes our look at the 1967 album zodiac cosmic sounds so oh where we my my liner notes fatty oh there we go started with sagittarius the versatile daredevil followed with capricorn the uncapricious climber aquarius the lover of life in the last track on the album is pisces the peace piper so that there you go um, another little tidbit of interest for you is the rhythm section the drums and bass on that album were provided by legendary studio musicians Hal Blaine on drums and Carol Kay on bass uh, go look up them on Wikipedia or any other probably if you've got a different uh, and infinitely more reliable source of information go look them up um Hal Blaine, I think he's been... I, I can't remember how many sessions he's been on, but I think he's drummed on... The number of tracks he's drummed on probably reaches five figures. So that is pretty much it for the show this week. Um, we'll be back for three whole hours next week. I'm looking at doing a spotlight on Australian Garage and psych but that remains to be seen because bleak will not be in next week and bleak unfortunately is not in this week to do exquisite corpse so if you're just tuning in in anticipation of exquisite corpse this week bleak is once again um out of town uh i do have an older episode to play for you but in the meantime uh we still have eight or nine minutes left so i'm going to leave you with some i'm going to start the set off with some plastic cloud probably get to some bent wind after that and we'll try and fit in some folklords after that but who knows at any rates that is it for me this week i will see you next week
Want to know what's going on around town? LiveMusicVancouver.com is the Lower Mainland's comprehensive source for live music listings. 